0: Hey everyone, welcome to the No Film School podcast. We are here coming to you from Las Vegas. It's NAB 2022. It is day two. You're going to notice quickly that we're feeling it. Um, We are lucky to be here and lucky to be sponsored by Blackmagic Design, Atomos, and Creative Solutions, which includes Wooden Camera, Small HD, and Teradek. And here we go. Uh, We're excited to talk about the stuff we saw today. Let me introduce everybody. (laughs) With me here today is... A uh, longtime No Film School contributor and filmmaker Rafi Rivero. What what? Tech editor at No Film School and filmmaker Yaroslav Altunin. Hello. hello. And longtime contributor to the No Film School podcast and site, as well as teacher and filmmaker Michelle De La Torre.
1: Welcome from fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada.
0: And yeah, so let's just start off. Maybe Yaro kick us off first with you know today. One of the big coverage points was lighting.
2: Yeah, today was a a full day of just bright, bright, bright LEDs and
0: and fluorescence, because that's the main lighting you experience indoors yeah. at the convention. Yeah, center. it's just an
1: onslaught of it's lights of right lights. now today.
2: I mean, but it felt clean. It felt nice. I feel like they're switching the overheads to LEDs. You know, the LED revolution is. Finally here, uh, yeah, really, really cool stuff that we saw today. Mostly from Aperture. I know you guys went last night to the Aperture reveal, and we had some, some sneak peeks at the Aperture LS six hundred C, which is an RGBWW. Full spectrum line, I believe. I'm, I, full the,
1: spectrum, full force. There we go. Yeah,
2: <laughs> boom. Which is that
1: was the tagline last.
2: And <laughs> in, insane output. So, but like right
0: after we finished our recording of this, of the last version of the special NAB podcasts, you guys went over to Paris to their special dinner. We flew to Paris. Yeah, right. <laughs> Paris <laughs> Took in the monorail, <laughs> and you saw their big reveal and. Tell us about that experience and then we'll go flow from that into then this morning we went over there and, and Rafi talked to Ted for a while.
3: Well, I, first of all, I want to give a big shout out to Michelle because she covered the event on the No Film School Instagram stories beautifully, I thought. Yeah, uh, just totally. The images, mm-hmm. the the captures, uh, I felt it was journalistic because it felt like it was worthy of being captured in a journalistic mode, you think of an Apple product announcement. You think of mm-hmm. things like that. It had very much some of those tones. It even went down to the one last thing moment. That was- <laughs> hey, did,
1: they, did he do that? Oh, there? yeah. He had one more thing. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> this kind of jobs you in touch. So it, it, it did feel like a company that's really hitting its stride both as an innovator and in terms of what it's delivering. And so you felt the full force of Ted being back in front of an audience, something that he's great at, something that his company relies on him. And I think he needs that energy. He feeds off of that energy. And you felt uh, just a great mood in the room of we're finally back together, Mm -hmm. celebrating this company that, that a lot of people have strong feelings about that makes excellent products. And Michelle, what did you see?
1: I saw a lot of excited, excited folks, firstly, fans, fans, aperture fans. Aperture, aperture has fans. a fan culture. They have a fan yeah, culture. Yeah, and they—I think they thrive on it now. Yeah. I mean, he—not he, he, only did he, did Ted do the one more thing, but he pulled the new MC Pro out of his back pocket, a la <sighs> Manila folder, Steve Jobs, and he—you know—he had it on him the whole time. You know, and actually, there's a huge fan base at Aperture. There's a lot of excitement in the room, and sometimes you go to those things, and people are just excited for the dinner and the drinks uh, people were not just excited for dinner and drinks at this one they were really excited because aperture just listen, like they listen to their fan base and they know mm. what people are looking for and 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 Rafi was filming in on a lot of it last night too about what what he's noticed in terms of what people have been saying and what they're doing and
0: he had a good line this morning when we were, I asked him about it when he said like there and you said it I think in our video so go to <laughs> YouTube check out the videos where we got our interview with Ted plus mm-hmm. all kinds of other cool product shots because those some of those lights do crazy shit like too much shit yeah honestly like unnecessary like it's, too much it's shit. labyrinthine those <laughs> menus you're just like how does anyone even know what to do with all this but you said they're not just a light company they're a software they're a tech company yeah. like they're innovating now in a way that you feel like and that whole energy they're creating also that mystique now but it feels like they're pushing past that just, like, we make light.
3: Yeah, and, and I think, you know, in the same way that software eats the world and, and that technology eats everything, and the film industry has been one of the last industries to really embrace technology, you're starting to see that innovation happen on the product side, on the cameras. We've seen it for many years. But finally, like, one of the last strongholds is lighting, frankly, because it takes big, burly-armed men to hang these lights and to rig up, the <laughs> you know, the stands and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And, and so there's been this reticence... I think within the industry itself to embrace new technology around lighting, and so with the LED revolution kind of in full force, the thing I noticed even a few years ago was was I would mention an aperture light to somebody, and, and my kind of industry-ish friends were like, "Oh, we don't, you know, we don't use anything that's not at Able, you know, like that." Exactly. That, yeah. like, whereas yeah. now it's like those same guys are pulling MCs right out of their backpacks, yeah. you know, and, and so aperture has really penetrated that in part because of the quality of the products but i think also because they understand the power of technology and how that can improve the products which you know if you're just talking about tungsten light or you're talking about hmis these are tungsten light technology has been around literally since the days of thomas edison so, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, so when you and start for a lot of that history it's been the same exactly so <laughs> so can we do something new guys and um, the LED revolution that isn't just an aperture thing—that that's, yeah thats mm-hmm. industry wide—is yes. uh, really exciting because finally we're saying, well, can we deliver more wattage, you know, more lumens at lower wattage? And the answer is yes. And you're seeing interesting products, not just at aperture, but across all of these different brands, different interpretations on it. So it's a really exciting time to look at all these different things. So much flexibility too in
0: those tools, like one of the things they were talking about was like you can scan a color or a temperature and then input yeah. it and then it'll just match it. You're like, yeah. that gives you so much power Yeah, that like I, over yeah. what you want to do. That That's crazy. I mean, 15, 20 years ago, if I was shooting something like the LED did, wasn't even, just, no. like all the limitations you would have faced of like, how am I going to get enough light at nighttime in an exterior? It's not even a thing anymore. No. Like not even kind of a thing. Yeah. Tell me for from you guys a little bit about like, Lights and water. That seemed to oh be such God. a big theme this year. Yes. It's like, it makes me uncomfortable every time in a little, in a way. Like when everybody's like touching all the lights in the water, you're like,
2: ah, you get that toaster get that in a it. Just trained not yeah. to do that.
1: Think how far we've come though. It used to be that if you touched a light, it would explode. And now we're sticking them in water. Not <laughs> yeah, the like, LEDs, don't touch the globes. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Exactly. So yeah. that's what that meant for me. It was the exact opposite. in what 15 years 10 yeah years? Mm-hmm. But the, every exhibit just so
0: everybody painting a picture but of course again like check out instagram check out tiktok check out youtube where we're showing you all of this but every lighting booth had like a fish tank <laughs> with a light sitting in it <laughs> <laughs> it's it's sort of not- like oh, and a sorry. sprinkler on top of it and yeah. it just like it's crazy
3: yeah and 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 you know i went to the pro light booth and i was talking to mitch gross and he's leaning on this light that's the equivalent of like a 5K Parkan and it's the like,
2: Orion 675FS, right? Yeah, and you're, you're looking at this nice. like,
3: you know, A, it's sturdily built enough for a human being to lean on top of it, but B, you cannot imagine a human being touching any film light of that wattage mm-hmm. without singeing off like all of their skin and, and you know, bl- blood and stuff dribbling down the side of the lens. And it is very violent, light. folks. <laughs> and yet with LED technology, it's no thing to just casually lean both arms around the body of a a, a light while talking to another human being. Um, yeah. So that to me was like this kind of light bulb moment of we're fully in. <laughs> <Well done. laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the fun. Um, we're fully in this kind of LED revolution.
2: So the the Pro-Lite orion Orion, uh, at least they claim it it it's supposed to match a 1.2k HMI or a 5k tungsten, which is crazy, and for around three grand. Like you know, I think right now it's under three grand with a like a promo pricing, but later it's going to be just a little bit over. But that's still impressive, insane. Yeah,
3: yeah. I, I, I that part like LED has arrived in a way that it had never arrived before. Uh, one of the things you'll see it in the video. One of my good lines. I thought it was a good line. <laughs> uh, was you know LED used to be almost a gimmick, a trick.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes.
3: And now it's here and. Today was the first day where I really felt like nobody was messing up this LED thing. Everybody had high CRI lights, everybody had lightweight this or special mounting that great casings. like it wasn't just like, "Oh, look at this cool thing that we can do to to point that there were at least five people with their lights in water tanks. I mean it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least yeah, it was crazy.
0: No Film Schools 2022 NAB coverage is brought to you by Black Magic Design, creating revolutionary solutions for film, post-production and television and creative solutions, which consists of small HD, TerraDeck and wooden camera, premium products for film, video production and broadcasters. And Atomos, helping creative professionals cut through technology barriers with easy to use, cutting edge 4K and HD Apple ProRes monitor recorders.
2: Yeah. Anything from like today that's kind of a straggler from yesterday? Cause I know we were looking at lenses and looking at cameras, but I think today we kind of kind of went back to that realm. Anything that we kind of didn't catch yesterday that we should have caught and we kind of found out today.
3: I visited the Ken affinity booth, which I just couldn't find yesterday and, and, uh, Talked about the Mavo Edge 6K and 8K.
0: Where were they, by the way? Were they underground? Was it like <laughs> Station Six and a Half or was Underground yeah, Hall? Yeah, yeah like yeah. how? Like because we were standing where there was, we thought they were.
3: It was. It was kind of behind a booth that maybe was larger, but okay. I, I think what something about the numbering system of where booths are located versus like how it's plotted out on the map still doesn't make. It, it makes sense. no sense to me. I yeah, and at I'll, this
0: point, it's just by feel. Yeah,
3: it's like all right, I'll just. I'll just keep walking, and it should be on one of these five rows, and and we'll see. But we did cover Affinity, even though you went there today. It is in our
0: camera's video. Yes. So everyone can see that along with the coverage, which I think think we did a great job. I think you did a great job. I think that there's a real breadth of what's happening in the world of cameras covered in that video. And, of course, there's a lot that didn't even make it in.
3: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, I was looking at some cameras like 8K with this security cam, and, and I was like, whoa, I didn't even... I haven't heard of this company, and they they got 8K happening, so... Enhance. Yeah. I, I I regret that we didn't talk to every single camion manufacturer, because there are so many, and there's so many people, just like with the lighting, doing interesting things.
2: Mm-hmm. And then we did visit uh, Atlas, Atlas Orion. They have a, a new lens that kind of is filling out their uh, Orion anamorphic range. You, you you got a chance to see that, right?
3: Yeah. I Well, Michelle was there right before me. I yeah. Did. Oh, Michelle got them on the gram.
1: Yes. Yes. And? And? and meter, millimeter. anamorphic
2: Orion. Orion anamorphic. Atlas, Orion, 20 millimeter. <laughs> just keep 21 saying millimeter. A names. A <laughs> lot of names. <laughs> names, lot of <laughs> names, numbers, letters.
1: Um, I didn't get a chance to play with it as much as I wanted to. I feel like I could be there for a long time playing with, with Atlas lenses. I just love the character and the flares they have mm-hmm. a very specific look and i i yeah. appreciate lenses that i mean there are many out there in the world but i appreciate lenses where you look at it you're like that's an atlas lens that's an <laughs> orion one right and there are a few that are like that and there are a few that are not and and i appreciate that the most with with that one and i just like seeing them and i i feel like i i've seen them before they still do the trick where they have someone oh, we talked about this yesterday shining the light shine in. the flashlight mm-hmm. in they like see the flare and like mm-hmm. the character the models were back
0: I to, if every I would be fine with everything being anamorphic. I love, I love the way it. that looks.
2: I mean, I it's just it. so hard to shoot on. It's yeah, like,
0: but yes, it's, but it's cool.
1: Well, we're getting. Yeah. I think there are some. I mean, we talked to some people that are figuring it out. Yeah, right? which is great.
2: I mean, not to like bring, you know, companies in that we didn't see at NAB today. Maybe like don't have a presence, but Cirai Siru Siru S I R U S R O S I R U I. So they have a series of lenses that are anamorphic. They're under $1,000. Wow. Hmm. That's right. I mean, they're, they are they have their little quirks. I feel like the uh, Micro Four Thirds line, there's one lens in the in the trio that maybe doesn't match the other two, but under $1,000. The Alice Orion, fifteen grand. Yeah. I mean, whoa. Yeah.
3: yeah. The, the, I guess I, I shouldn't
2: be surprised. <laughs> but that's yeah. a lot. I mean, the Alice Orion no, feels not. like a $15,000 lens. Yeah, it is. You know, to the extent sure. that a product
3: can feel like it has soul (laughs) that's how you feel when you're looking through that lens when you're operating it just you know i asked a question of forest about you know i had demoed it once or not that focal length but a couple years ago and and i talked about the the way that when you roll the focus it just the way that it lands it's this buttery smooth thing and he said look, we don't let a lens out of our shop unless we like the way that the focus turns. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, like they make those lenses so that they feel that good in your hands and you can feel it both as an operator and on the screen how it looks. And um, there are so many products today that I saw that had like pieces of attention to detail. George, we were at the Cora SWX booth and they had like <clears> throat> these throat> this battery that had, like, a, a camera mount on it. And so you could put it on your tripod, you know, below the camera, the battery would fit there. And then, you know, every time you need a tripod screw, everyone's like, hey, buddy, you have a, a penny or a dime? And, and like, they included a coin in the mount of the battery. Was it, like, an
2: actual coin or like like a a, quarter? Fa-
3: a fake, you uh, know, not an actual piece of currency, but a coin. Should have been a currency. That you could pull out so you could unscrew the tripod screw. And not only that, when you put the coin back, there's a tiny magnet that goes. Oh, I've seen this. <laughs> That's so cool.
0: It's a very, very, very satisfying little element yeah. that makes it, like you said, feel like kind of crafted and thought through. And like, you know, like a battery, a battery is a battery, right? Yeah. Until somebody starts adding things that just make your life easier and make you think like, well, as long as all ba- I'm getting a battery and it has these other features that make it a very good battery. And it also has these little thought-through things that make my life better, mm-hmm. just like that. It has the little coin. It's just a cool, yeah. like I The way you describe the lens, though, it does make me think. Oh yeah, fifteen grand is probably worth it. Like if it brings, yeah. if, if it brings you all that, <laughs> For like, like a rental house, right? But yeah. if yeah. you're trying to like, you want. We've talked about it a lot, but but because images because the sensors are so good mm-hmm. and everything's so crisp. The lens is where you get character, and you you bring visual life that's unique. And if it's that, that's the thing.
2: And speaking of character, there's a company that didn't get a chance to make it, but they were trying to. They're a company based out of Ukraine. They are called Iron Glass Adapters, and they make rehoused Russian cinema lenses. Well, they're originally like photo lenses and it was the Helios forty-four, I believe. Yeah. Oh. And then they take like the Mir Eleven. M44. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like the Mir eleven, the yeah. Jupiter eight or nine. I forget the the specific like Soviet lenses that they source. And they used to kind of like mob them, and then that would be their product, but then they just did a full rehouse. Oh, like wow. full cinema housing, internal focusing, everything. Super cool. And I was chatting with them before we got here and they were trying to come out here and couldn't find someone to kind of you know ferry their their glass to to Vegas, but you know they're in war zone, so they're they're kind of having a hard time. But they're still working.
1: They're hmm. putting out these that's amazing.
2: It. And this is like this isn't just a like a cool lens with character. This is original like yeah. Soviet uh, glass yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> built in like Soviet Russia at the time, <laughs> and then now you know there's a whole history kind of that's pretty cool to talk about. Yeah, yeah Russian glass because it's all like old school Carl Zeiss like blueprints. Yeah. After po- whatever. Anyways, not going to digress on that, but they they those lenses have so much character.
3: Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the Helios lens is so famous uh, because of the character. You know, a lot of those lenses in that era were coated with a radioactive mm-hmm. coating. Yes. I have mm-hmm. a, a the a, the Pentax Super Takumar, and I always like to think that, you know, when I'm carrying this lens near me that that some of the radiation from this lens <laughs> is like You know, like penetrating my soul and and like, you know, be a superhero. Chernobyl meltdown is like happening at the, uh, you know, the half life of a, you know, one isotope or something like that. And and, and, and it's just killing me, but it's because it's so good and it has those beautiful red flares and the Helios have those flares. And one of the reasons that we romance lenses so much is because there's so much thought put into each piece about them and because of their ability to transport us to another world.
1: I think did, it sounds like I'm self um, c- celebrating or something, but I did a film recently and there's a line in it that say like lenses also carry history. And mm-hmm. when you get a chance to, to work with a Helios or at that point it was a Isco and that I was working with, or I carry a Konica around. Like, you just know that there's someone else who owned it, did something with it, and now yeah. you've got a chance. Imagine
2: and... what that lens is seen. I know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, me and uh, Do Rafi, which just talk- have
0: like mich- mythical, magical properties. It's, it's, you, the way you guys are talking about it, it's like
3: they're like weird power ups. Like,
0: I mean, <laughs> power-ups. Rafi's talking on a microphone
2: like, that's 40 years old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At, oh, I didn't know at that. At
3: least, at least it's the ev 635 a classic microphone. Electro voice is at NAB right now they have a booth they're still making microphones oh, so, so um cool. this is this is uh but you know every radio station in the 80s this was the mic right here mm-hmm. that's it, really cool
2: imagine what that mic's heard <laughs> wow <laughs> hopefully good things hopefully good things yeah. that is really
0: cool i like the, this this idea of imbuing the tools that with like history or personality that makes them carry something else or inspire people in some other way—it's really a, a, a soulful approach to tech, which is so much about new, 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 new mm. and never about like this is an old thing that still works really well. And not only that, brings a little character to mm-hmm. you know.
2: What's the new? I feel like with how clinical everything is nowadays with audio, right. with uh, cameras, with lenses. A little bit of character goes a long way. You know, you can only do so much in post. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, you know, there's the fix it in post and there's just like get it how you want it Mm -hmm. on the day, on Mm -hmm. set. You know, I think musicians for years have kind of romanced about tube amplifiers. All the sound. Yeah. Like all that kind of stuff. So, you know, we have our version of that in the film industry. I think it's with Glass in particular. But, um, you know, even talking to DPs, I was talking to couple dps and gaffers and they were like yeah you know i i always like you know bounce my light through natural fibers <laughs> and i was just I was like come on guys like,
0: that's even too much for you there. Like,
3: <laughs> but then i was i was on a shoot recently and the dp like
2: bounced it through natural fibers put,
3: he put like this like Again piece it? of like cotton on the table to give a bounce no and it was just like it looked better. It looked better. You couldn't put a piece of paper there. No, it would have looked clinical. Yeah. you know, it, and it had you know the variance in the fiber, the folds, gave the light this kind of uneven, soft, warm look. It was natural fibers, and I was like, <laughs>
0: damn, bro, like I really need to, I really <laughs> I need need to chill. I gotta thudders. be less
3: cynical about yeah. everything that w- that people talk about in the film industry because we do have a tendency to go overboard with some of these things. I mean, I think
0: well, it's like when people like music people talk about the wood a guitar is made out of.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, I talk mm-hmm. about what guitars are made out of, yeah. <laughs> and I okay. have a tube amp, so this is totally are you my a jam. Music okay. Pun intended. That okay. was good.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's the instrument matters because it creates the the whatever material it is helps create the sound or the look or whatever.
3: Yeah, yeah. And I think a tool has to feel good in your hand, right? Like no matter what, yes. if you're talking about a camera a lens, what, what have you? Yes, there's the capability of the machine, but like if a camera was made out of like a cubic. One inch thing of steel, and every and cut your hands to hold it. You would never want to shoot that no. camera. Versus a soft wooden. You
2: Did know, you guys oh,
0: see that wood thing? That's which like one? The camera. It's like a lens mounted on like a wood wooden camera. Yeah,
2: that's the that's wooden cameras uh, kind of mo. Is they have wooden oh, yeah, versions.
0: Yeah. No, no, but they this wasn't them. This wasn't their
3: booth. This it was wasn't. just like a whole. Like, I saw some big wooden...
0: Yeah, I'll machine. show you. I've been on Instagram. Uh, we'll look at it later. Yeah. It's just like, it's not wooden camera. Wooden camera is that though. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's cool about them yes. is they create the cages and the handles and he's all about ergonomics yeah. and feel and that stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of wooden camera, tomorrow we're going to go see wooden camera. We're going to see creative solutions with wooden camera, small HD, and TeraDeck. That's a big day for us tomorrow. But uh, uh, Michelle, what are you excited for tomorrow? We're going to go see some accessories, some audio, some software.
1: I... There are a couple booths. So we spent a lot of our time in Central Hall, mm-hmm. I think. One of the halls.
0: Central is that one we've all been in a Yeah. yeah. And
1: there are other halls. There are. There are <laughs> some. There's, would, there's other... like a
0: way upstairs hall. There are halls... All over this place. Like, I remember a couple years ago when I went, I'm just going to tell you, I had a friend who was here and I met him in the hall he was in. I was like, I had no idea there was this other football field of stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that is the kind of stuff that I would be looking forward to. Is there... Because there used to be... There's a whole section... There used to be... I think there is a whole section of like trucks and a whole section of things that used to be outside. I don't know if that's here this year.
0: There's news vans. Yeah, news
1: vans outside. Like, there's this whole other section because it is broadcasting focused Mm -hmm. and they expand into... Um, I think AWS is here. I think like a lot of the other halls have computing and cloud and all the other things that make your production seamless. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't know. I, I, I think that we were in the hall that has the most gear and the play, toys. The toys. Yeah. <laughs> and the rest of it's kind of like, how do you get the the thing from your toys to what you want it to do? And I would be interested to see what the rest yeah. of the halls have to offer.
2: From storage to set, mm-hmm. this truck.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went backwards. We ended with cloud. <laughs> yeah, started, we, started we started with, with cloud. cloud, and <laughs>
0: yeah, we're still everything cloud, cloud, cloud. What, uh, what are you looking forward to?
3: I would like to just do a little of the audio stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I think like audio is always the redheaded stepchild of the film production world, <laughs> and you know, just talking about microphones earlier in this conversation, and then. We met at the TILTA booth, a guy who had built this robotic kind of yes. arm for a boom. It was one of the coolest things I've seen here at NAB. It was, he had the TILTA nucleus was the controller. So it was That's a modern awesome. and old school, but it, it allowed a boom operator to not have to have their hands up. And it was just like this rig and you could mechanically point yes. the mic at whoever was that speaking. That is so cool. It was so cool. And it was like, he was like, he was like, look, I've operated booms for years and there's not enough innovation. And boom holding. <laughs> I love it. I mean, like, wasn't it a dude <laughs> or a girl holding that thing for the exact same yeah. way for <laughs> generations?
0: Yeah. And it always sucks. And somebody <laughs> innovated
3: a way to, to do it better. Like that's what you come to NAB for. Mm-hmm. Also that personal connection we were talking about, Ted and Aperture earlier. It's like you start as, as this one person with this one idea, that, and then it grows, and, and so that's really exciting when you see that happen.
2: Yeah, hopefully we'll see the, the sprig guy here next year with uh, a team. Oh, oh yeah, the, the yeah. cable tie guy. From Another yesterday.
0: one. We're definitely gonna g- get some video with Tilta though. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, we want mm-hmm. people to see that
2: thing. Tilta makes some really cool stuff. I think Tilta is like the weird robot version of wooden camera, or wooden cameras like cool like. Like we chiseled it out of wood and then like formed it in a metal and then like told like robots made this. <laughs> <laughs> we are robots. Robots made this. Yeah. And then uh, we also have uh, Zion. 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 Oh, Zion. Yeah. Oh Zion. yeah. They have cool gimbals and they're competing with uh, DJI a little bit. Aren't yeah.
3: They? Yeah. I mean, another company that when they first started, it was you know they were like the first like one hand gimbal, right? And mm-hmm. they were the small gimbals, and mm-hmm. now they keep adding muscle. Now they got the big boy Gimbals. And so like that part of like coming back over time where you start to see companies grow and and increase their offering, that's really exciting. And I think it's also really exciting to see the established players where they come, you know, we went to the Zeiss booth, we went to the the Sony booth Mm and Canon and where you see like, like a really legacy company with a strong offering because they have so much institutional knowledge. I love I love that that dynamic range, mm-hmm. pun intended. Nice um, from the, the kind of solo inventor all the way to these kind of long established behemoths.
2: Speaking of uh, of kind of like old established behemoths and then like somebody new, I'm excited to see Framio because mm-hmm. we've kind of seen all of their partners. We wrote up an article uh, when we first came to NAB that they partnered with literally everybody: Teradek, Atomos, Canon, Adobe.
1: Well, very Columbia. much oh, so. No. Oh, no. Sorry. Yeah. I sorry. Apple company. TV was what I meant yeah. to say. But, but
2: it's yeah. true. They did partner with them. Sorry, sorry,
1: We're tired, y'all. <laughs> I was trying to remember what we didn't have in that list.
2: <laughs> so, for me, I mean, I'm excited because they're, you know, putting out some really cool stuff to connect everybody, like, in this weird post, post-pandemic, question mark, world. Mm. I don't know. And then I'm also excited to see American Grip. Yes. Those C-stands. And make C-Stands. American Grip makes C-Stands, and I have two of them. And sandbags. And sandbags. Those C-Stands, bulletproof.
0: We stopped by American Grip because we wanted to talk to him today. And I guess we'll go back tomorrow Mm -hmm. and definitely get an interview in and get it on video but what was funny was we talked to him about it and it was like some guy came by and he was talking about making a non-analog c-stand it <laughs> was like it was like okay innovate in the c-stand like i think american grip nailed the c-stand i think it's always yeah. gonna work the way it is but it was funny to me that people are are trying to find a way to, to make a digital c-stand
2: whatever the hell that means yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i don't know but like i i've i've been working with mine for about a year I mean, you're Maybe two years, actually. You know what? Longer. The pandemic's still a couple years. Right. Anyways. Are we
1: not still in 2020? Sorry.
2: <sighs> <laughs> Please don't remind me what year Sorry. It is.
0: But those things, it's funny that they're, he was talking about man- manufacturing them because like you imagine everyone out there is one that has been around since the Lumiere brothers or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, no, just it's because, true. Like they, they don't, what's going to change? What's going to hurt a C-stand? Like a C-stand is going to hurt a person, not the other way around. <laughs> you know?
1: But that might be why it's changing, right? Like I only mean, I, people I, who can carry a C stand can use a C stand. Yeah. That's
0: a really good point. They are. That's the grip. That's like, yeah. Yeah, that's it, true. it might be. You changing. could innovate for for differently abled people. Yeah, for correct. The C stand and
2: yes. C stands are so robust because they needed to hold those giant like yeah, HMIs right. like those xenon lights, which they can just put and then you're fine. But yeah, now that we have you know aperture and Godox Nanlite ProLite, like you don't really need a c-stand but you know what it's still nice to have one because if you're going to like you know crash a truck you know into something put a <laughs> c-stand in front of it so you know. Well, like- you still you
3: still need flags and you still need negative yeah. fill i yeah. mean that that's like kind of you know as i've kind of gotten more robust in my knowledge about like cinematography it's like yes the, we don't need the gels anymore because mm-hmm. we have full spectrum rgb but we do need the flags because mm-hmm. we need to cut back on light. Yeah. And shape it. Shape it. And and that's not going away. That's like part of our tool set as cinematographers, as image makers. And so you need a C stand for it. Yeah. There's
0: also a safety thing. Like grip department yeah. is a lot of people don't realize how much of a grip department is about safety, mm-hmm. like set safety and things like that. So, sandbags are incredibly important. They hold things down. Yeah. So I had they a don't friend, fall on you. <laughs> I had a friend
2: of mine who he's a, a little bit older uh, and he was working on a show and he fell off a 30 foot mm-hmm. scaffolding and he was out for like ooh, a year. And it took him a while to kind of come back to 100%. But, you know, that job is really dangerous.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Even last night at the aperture party, they had a couple of their lights up, and there were sea stands with sandbags, and people still managed to kind of trip over them and stuff. <laughs> and and it was like the servers who should you know, who maybe had seen I don't know. It made me nervous at a lighting event yeah, where we were trying funny. to like lock them down, you know, yeah. and it was a crowded room. And I was like, oh man, we still get we still almost run into lights all the time. And so maybe it's that maybe there's a maybe there's like a warning thing. <laughs> make,
2: make the legs red. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so
1: like the airplane lights, you know, just kind of like warn us.
0: <laughs> you mentioned one other though, in addition to American Grip, that was that was of interest. Technocrane. Yeah, mm. I mean, all the toys like that are cool, and yeah. the fact that there's so many things like that that are more accessible to people that it's not like the most expensive rental in the world. It's impossible to achieve those mm. kinds of shots anymore. That's the other cool thing. It used to be like those sorts of things were limited to the very, very, very high end of the industry.
2: Yeah, like back, you know, when, you know, what, 10 years ago, I, I don't really remember specifically when the Russian arm was invented, invented by Ukrainians, funnily enough. That technology, like DJI and Zhiyun? Zhiyun? Zhiyun, ooh. They're, they're developing technologies that are so close to like that, you know, setup. And You can take suction cups, put a Ronin, you know, what Ronin MX on it or something something light put a camera on it you, you're going you're getting like the same feeling yeah from your footage that you know a, a crane on a black mm. Porsche was going to get you right. Or you know you drones know. I mean drones. you know
3: I mean you know helicopter shots like I used to that was my go-to joke you know talking to a client like oh I'm not going to ask for any helicopter shots and now it's like drones are on <laughs> every sh- shoot you know yeah so like that, we have a drone yeah that coverage. part of like the development of technology has really made certain types of shots uh, mm-hmm. accessible to us filmmakers who didn't have the budget for it before. And, and creatively, it means what does this shot mean? What am I trying to achieve? Mm-hmm. It's no longer about like the fact of a drone shot because they're common, or what
2: you can afford. Yeah,
3: it's it's yeah. about what is what a, what does this beat deserve in the story?
2: Mm. Yeah, exciting stuff for tomorrow. I'm 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 stoked for it.
3: Yeah, He's gonna be got cool. a lot
0: more content coming out, mm-hmm. uh, a lot from today, even some things still from yesterday that people can check out. You can find it all at NoFilmSchool.com or on YouTube or on Facebook or on Instagram or on TikTok or on Twitter or, I don't know, probably even some other places no, that's it, that actually. I haven't even yeah. thought of. But, um, yeah, we'll be back also podcasting again tomorrow night as well. Um, let's just go around
3: one more time and, and sign off. I'm Rafi Rivero. Jokester extraordinaire. <laughs> You'll see me riding on a couple escalators in our videos. And
2: uh, I've been hosting some of our coverage. Very cool. I'm Yaroslav Altunin. I'm tech editor for No Film School. You can find me on Instagram at iyarrow87 and on Twitter at yaro like iPod.
1: My name is Michelle Delator. You can find me on the socials at mdelator, M D E L A T E U R. It's a pleasure to be back talking tech with these folks. Thanks.
0: And I'm George Gentleman. And yeah, check out everything we have and on all the platforms and be sure to like, rate, and subscribe to this podcast. Mm. I always forget to say that, but we we want to hear from you. Send your questions to editor at nofilmschool.com. Thanks so much for listening.